Stories Podcast, your number one show for everything guitar. Wait, wait, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Andy's obviously not ready, but welcome to episode 46 of the Guitar Stories Podcast. Hey! <laughs> I'm putting my sexy, flashy lights on. There we go. Hey, yeah. Woo, you can mama! We've had a red light. Andy, you uh, don't have to put uh, on the red light. Roxanne! <laughs> um, we've had a crash in the system before we even started, so that was good. And we've got um, Jason already trying to call into the show. He is ready to come in live in a little bit. Man, what a great weekend I have had. How about you, you first, Daniel-san? Uh, not too excited, actually. Just a very calm weekend with the family, uh, playing some guitar. Teaching my my uh, older daughter how to play the piano a little bit, so she's uh -huh. now doing the doing some some like tries to do some chords and sings, and I really like that she's doing the rhythm. You know, it's like don't do that, don't do that. That's that's pretty cool. So <laughs> yeah, and I, I was I was trying to texting you, but you were super busy like checking out the Ibanez Italy booth and, and stuff like that. So. <laughs> that's all I did. Just sat there, sat there and waited for people to recognize me. Yeah, <laughs> it's I me. It's the geek. It's a me at the geek. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I, I firstly I applaud you for getting uh, your daughter into music so early, and you know, being as I'm sure very patient and very encouraging, and very proud and very um, uh, uh what's the word? Um, yeah, I think patient is the word. I think I nailed it the first time. Right. Oh, for the audio yeah. listeners, uh, Dan's just brushing the dust off his shoulders there. Welcome, audio listeners, and welcome to the people yeah. in the live version on the video. Hello. <gasps> so I went um, I went to Italy, Dan, which I did have some photos queued up, but uh, they're not working. Um, <laughs> so I think that's what crashed the system. I tried to bring it in from the iPhone and you know, you know how right. things are. Uh, but tell me more. How how was it? I think that was like the first European guitar show after a like eighteen to twenty month hiatus, right? I believe so. Yeah, um, I had an absolutely fantastic time. Uh, I went with our friend and uh, um, colleague. Yeah, go on. Our friend and and person we tolerate, Henning, and also Jens. <laughs> um, and he, mm -hmm. Jens is a new friend. Um. Yeah, uh, they came down to Austria. We drove down from Wales to uh, to Italy, and we had a very romantic day in Venice, on which uh, I did various things. I don't, don't want to give away too much because uh, you know mm -hmm. there are various videos coming out, but uh, some some stuff on a gondola uh, that was fun. Uh, and yes, I also bought this T-shirt. Anton's asking, it's "Iron amazing. Mando, the Hunter." Look at that. <laughs> I uh, love that. That's amazing. There he is. And believe it or not, Henning found that. Oh, wow. The only shop we had to queue to get in because they had a maximum of two people was a T-shirt shop. So everyone else oh, was wow. like open and there was a T-shirt shop. And um, I got told off for walking in and they said, hey, there's a queue here. Because <laughs> they were all Italian-Americans. And um, <laughs> uh, is that an Ewok next to them? I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Huh. 
Ah. I like those kind of mashups. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so Henning found that, and it was uh, three for 30 euros. So uh, I bought one of these and a couple of others, which I might be unveiling soon. Um, yeah, it was be good. So I went to Venice to buy T-shirts. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> did loads of stuff. Uh, Venice. Then the guitar show was just not as big as one is used to. We walked in and mm-hmm. thought, oh, okay. But then when you realize when you get into it, you think, okay, there's actually quite a lot here. A lot of cool stuff. So many great interviews, videos coming up, uh, photos. Yeah, I saw some amazing guitars. And a quick tip for everybody, look at Italian custom-built guitars because they're insanely cheap. <laughs> yep. Insanely cheap. The guitar that I fell in love with was... So, hang on, let me preface that by saying, remember, it's custom shop, okay? It's not Squire, it's not anything like that, it's not Harley Benton. It was 1,600 euros for an unbelievably beautiful guitar. It should be double. What was, what, what was the brand called? Blackbeard Guitars. And don't anybody go and search them now. Don't anybody go and buy their guitars, because I want one before they put the prices up. <laughs> so do so not now in the consulting go and business. Yeah, black. Well, we were in, we were consulting them uh, to increase their prices. <laughs> you should Andy, be doing a favor expensive. to everyone in the, within the fan base. Yeah. Hey, I just paid him double the price. Great. No. Due to yeah. you know, it's, 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 it's if if you think it's good quality, I think they are suffering from from the economic crisis and you know everything in Italy kind of being a little bit. Yeah. I don't not, know. They just say they can't like, sell outside of Italy, but I think it's the language barrier. So uh, yeah, I don't know. But what I will say is, there's some, as I said before, and I'll say it again. There was some great videos coming up, um, and there was some football that played as well. And I, I, I made it made it alive, of course, because I'm I'm here now, back in Austria. But oh, yeah. it was touch and go. I did have a little disagreement with the young man who decided to be a bit drunk and and shout at the waiting staff, which I didn't think was very nice. So I. Uh, mm-hmm. I asked him to remain calm. It's only a game. <laughs> also, England were winning at the time, so I was quite calm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, okay. Um, that's that's the news without really doing the news, I guess. Um, we yeah, don't have still, a sponsor, but you yeah. know, imagine we do. It could be you. If you want to sponsor the show, let us know, and we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll think about it. Depends what it is. Show me the money. <laughs> Your logo could be... Here. Hang on. I, I'm really bad at this. Yeah. I have to face there. Oh, no, Dan. Yeah. There. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's yeah. weird. Okay. Well, in that case, um, we've got some news, I guess. Yeah. Guitar. News of the week. News of the week. News of the week. That's the little jingle. Um, Fender are opening an office in London. Uh-huh. Tell me more. Well, Fender are opening an office in London. <laughs> like, is it just like an office? Like in the office? It's not really like, an office. What? Um, well, okay. it is an office, I guess, but it's, um, what's it? Uh, they said that their new artist showroom at 22 Endell Street will play a central role in our expansion throughout the UK and EMEA as we look to support both artists and a new generation of players entering the guitar market. <gasps> the Fender Artist Showroom will not only be a destination for artists from all over the world, but also an innovative and productive working space <laughs> for our London colleagues. 
Awesome. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was completely, I was completely like in the chat at the moment and didn't even listen to you because everyone is kind of making fun of you sounding like a robot. Domo arigato. You sound like you're in the phone booth right there in the picture. Oh, I have no <laughs> idea why. I mean, I've just updated. We're using Ecamm Live, which we've had some issues with. Um, hang on. Is that it? I think I might have yep. fixed it. Yeah, oh, it, it? it had the had the audio in there twice. Ah, I don't I don't know how or why I don't know how it's possible, but it did. Oh, yeah, you're harmonizing yourself, you can do everything, Andy. Yeah, well, well, I kind of need you as well. <laughs> I'm just imagining like a show with like the little, the uh, like the little ball on the left side and the little ball on the right side, and it's both Andy. Wouldn't that be nice? That would be nice. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure my mum would enjoy that. <laughs> the circle of love. All right. Okay. Can you so say again? Is it like a showroom? Is it like an office? What's what's the mixture? Um, I mean, it's it's deal? brand new news as of today. That's why it's called news. So I don't have really that many details. But for okay. some reason, they're setting up a artist showroom in in the UK. Mm. And so it's uh, Europe, Middle East, and Africa. E M E A operations. Mm -hmm. Which is an odd move, being that London is not in the European Union anymore. What's your yeah. thoughts, Dan? Uh, from a branding perspective, I think it's a smart move because, like, the UK and especially London is like one of these cities when it comes to music trends. And I think artists kind of fancy to live like in the <laughs> live and play on the streets of London. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, that makes sense. But like, like you just said, being outside the EU from a logistical standpoint and everything that that uh, is related to the business itself, I don't really see it like being beneficial for them. So yeah, maybe it's just like a branding kind of thing. And oversee, oversee. Well, the, the other market. the other office for Fender was in East Grinstead, which I've been to a few times. It is mm -hmm. no offense, East Grinsteadians, but it's not the sort of place you want to go to more than a few times. <laughs> I, I didn't I didn't fall in love with it. Hmm. Okay. But um it is quite close to London and quite um uh convenient, but now they've got one in London. Uh, I don't know if mm -hmm. it's gonna be as close to Big Ben and uh that tower as as uh, as I've made out in that photo, but um maybe. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, yeah. I think Gip yeah. Gibson they have several showrooms too, like in Amsterdam and also in London, if I'm not mistaken, Nashville just recently opened, so yeah, well, business is good, man. So why not uh, want to expand? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe they have to have some expenses too. <laughs> After selling more guitars than ever, I wonder if that means they're going to get tax paid into Britain. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Mm. <laughs> hmm. Let's not go into that. That's that's far above my my capability right now. I am still so tired from being in Italy. So forgive me if I'm a bit quirky tonight. Oh, by the way, did you have some good Italian food? <laughs> Kind of. <laughs> Wait, what's kind of? <laughs> <laughs> You're laughing. Why is that? <laughs> uh, Henning Jens and I have an amazing skill. Okay. We went to Venice and we were walking for quite some time, walking past various coffee shops. And, and you know, Jens really wanted to. He's now called Two Coffee Jens, by the way, because he always orders two <laughs> coffees. Um, okay. 
Always. Um, two hands, two coffees. And we, we sat down at this one cafe that, that Jens sort of said, that looks nice. And we all agreed, yes, that looks very nice. We sat down and it was ran, uh, run by some Japanese people. <laughs> okay. So we had Japanese coffee in Venice, um, which was very nice and very affordable and, and perfectly Italian, but not, you know, what you'd expect having in Venice. Yeah, yeah. And then we carried on walking, did all the stuff of the day, wanted to eat. And Henning said, that looks a typically Italian restaurant. And we said, yes, yes, it does. So we sat down and that was run by some Chinese people. <laughs> and so, um, incidentally, the food was phenomenal. Absolutely no complaints about anything. But we seem to have discovered a way of eating Asian Italian food. Um, <laughs> and we had, we had to ask, you know, where are you guys from? Because we were now, you know, this is a skill. So um, I can confirm that's what we did. Um, right. We were going to go and try and get a Korean ice cream, but uh, we, we messed up there. <laughs> but yeah, so no, I mean, yes, I did have Italian food, but also, no, I did not. So it depends how you look at it. Yeah. It was just very funny. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good story to tell. Yeah. Yeah, we had a good time. Yeah. And um, the gondolier was awesome. The gondolier, he was, uh, his name was Alberto. And sure. we're trying to convince him to open up a YouTube channel with a GoPro on the gondolier. I think that'd be amazing. Oh yeah, that would be cool. Like you've got like, like the the the, the trains that go on the rails, yeah, and you can yeah. watch that all day. No one else is doing it. Yeah. And yes, it is tiring being with Henning for four and a half days. He and I have never spent <laughs> that much time together. Normally, we're both off doing different things. But my goodness. <laughs> you gotta love him to spend that much time with him man i do all right let's do some picks of the week we've got jason joining us very soon um i'm intrigued to know dan's picks i'm lying i know what they are already but um okay <laughs> you guys don't are you ready dan for your picks yeah please Go do, you want, do you want a little song yeah please i love Come it here you are You bring out the the glitter at the very beginning. Oh yeah, actually, did we did we fight over who who picks that one? No, I think we almost did last week because it was leaked last week. Um, the, yeah. Well, it's your pick. I'll let you talk about it. Sorry. Yeah, you actually forbid me to to kind of talk about it, right? You said like, ah, maybe not. Forbid is a strong yeah. word, Dan. I only use the words yeah. forbid when you're talking about Ibanez. <laughs> <laughs> you said like, oh, we might save that up for next week. And now here it is, Jay Maskus. Oh, there you go. Sorry, I said it. You actually, you actually missed it like the, for the first time when I said Ibanez. Ah, oh, fucker! Hang on. <laughs> there you go. Done it. Right. Thank you. Come on, enough right, having. Yeah. Stop having fun. Let's be informational. All right. Okay. The Jay Maskus Telecaster. Uh, actually a guitar that I prefer much more over the previous Jamascus uh, iterations because oh. I'm like quite contrary to you not the biggest like offset uh, fan and um, so I'm, I'm digging the Telecaster that they just announced it's the signature model like based on a I think a refinished 58 telly that he's playing and I think there were a couple images also floating around in the web um, what I really like about that is that it comes with a, a mixture between like the glitter and, and you know that what's the finish called bottle rocket blue flake finish that's a name that could be like an Ibanez name like finish name bottle rocket blue flake finish that's I like it 
Thank you. Wow. And that that is actually married to a road-worn maple neck. And that looks pretty cool. So you got all the like the the bling from from the body and then the neck kind of is already like worn in and hopefully feels that way too. So um I'm really digging that. It also comes with a pair of custom um Jamascus like signature pickups, which is always a nice treat if it's not like stock pickups. And um I think the retail is around 1400 bucks. So I think it's a very good package and that will be available in August. So that might be the Telecaster to go after if you're into like traditional shapes, but you want a little bit of, you know, X factor to your guitar. What do you think about it, Andy? I feel offended that you even ask. It's a fender. It's glittery. It's, you know, it's road worn. I love it. <laughs> uh, I also, love Telly's. I, I have his, I have the J Maskis Squire. Um, oh, yeah. Squire, I forgot. I forgot. Jazzmaster. It's I've bought it I've bought that guitar three times. That's how much I love it. And then <laughs> and then realized that I don't ever use it because uh-huh. I, I, I don't know why I don't use it. But this time it's here to stay. Okay. And I love it a lot. So and I, I dig that. I love sparkle finishes. I love telecasters. Um I just want to know what the neck profile is. If it's a big old fat chunky neck, then I'm sold. But uh I, I really don't know. But uh yeah. Mm. However, there's some other Fender style guitars that I'm kind of looking at at the moment. So maybe we'll talk about them in a moment. We don't know. Hmm. We'll maybe Good idea. We won't. Are you a fan of the mirror, mirrored chrome pickguard? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Okay. I, I, there's nothing I don't like about that guitar. It's it's just absolutely gorgeous. Um, I'm, I'm just wondering, like... the. the more I look at it, the more I'm a little bit tired of the overall appearance. Like, it's kind of... I don't know. I, I dig it to some degree, but mm-hmm. uh, that effect of of kind of being attracted to it is it could kind of <laughs> wear wear out a little bit over time. No, and I'm not saying that to like make a pun of road worn. It's just something might be a little bit too much for my preference. That's okay. just my personal taste. Yeah, it is funny anyway. that the the body's not road worn, but the neck is. But yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't yeah. know, dude. Okay, um, have you got any other picks? This or oh, we've got some more photos of that. I think. Um, yeah, yeah, we can, we can take a closer look. There we go. Yeah, There's the full full body shot. Yeah, yeah. Um, it looks it looks good. Like no question about it. Uh, yeah, it might be like the contrast between the the relic neck and the kind of perfectly fine finish. But on the other hand, I've never seen a a kind of glittery, flaky body that has been relicked and it looked kind of nice. You know. Oh, I have. I've seen a yeah. few. I've seen a couple of fenders, uh, okay. and I want to say, oh, uh, I can't remember, but some other brand that was making a Fender Star guitar, and it it was also relict. Um, oh, several okay. layers of glitter, actually, several different colored layers. <laughs> it looked amazing. But there was a Fender <laughs> Atonement, which was red sparkle over sunburst. All right, okay. it was glorious, okay. absolutely glorious, cool. a strat. Um, I quite like the back of this as well, but. Mm. I'm, that looks like a big neck to me. I could be wrong, and I know that Jay Maskis kind of likes big necks. Uh, Sarang just confirmed that in the in the chat. Thanks, Sarang. I, I I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Hmm. Are you like how how high is the likelihood that this guitar will pop up on your channel? Um, from zero to ten. Six, seven. Okay. 
Uh, I don't know. Um, Fender is uh, Fender and I are working to, together quite a lot. Oh, I'm slurring my words already. Sorry. Fender and I are working together <laughs> quite a lot. Um, uh, still the fallout after the lost final. <laughs> yes. I'm drunk on Italian Asian food. Um, yeah, I, I'd love to have it. I don't know if I would push to get it on the channel, if you know what I mean. Okay. Okay. Okay, yeah, I totally understand. Um, mainly because I don't know how many people watching would also want to buy it. And as a business move, purely as a business move, um, I don't know how many people would be interested. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. Cool. Do you want to talk well, about your other pick? Yeah, please. Let's move on then. What We've else? got uh, your next one. Yeah. Oh, that's a controversial one, White. Yeah, a pink silver sky. What color pink is that, Dan? It's called Roxy Pink, and uh, yeah, I think that's that's uh, the guitar you've seen in the video, Last Train Home, and uh, I've seen it quite a few people like completely freak out about that. Um, I've watched the video of Tomo Fujita. Uh, it's a hilarious <laughs> video, by the way. I shared that with Andy, and you got to watch it until the end. Like he's he's uh, queuing up all four guitars and uh, put it like puts a capo on the neck in different positions so he gets like he gets the one the four and the five and he's kind of making songs from that it's like he's a genius and he's so entertaining and i think like um john mayer kind of gifted him one of one of the new roxy pink models and actually there's not a lot to add to the discussion because it's like every other silver sky with a roasted fretboard that we've seen so far I think the only difference is, is just like the fancy colored finish. So it's super 80s. It, it's kind of in line with all that kind of sub rock thing that, you know, John's management is building up right now. So you can't argue about anything. And um, like personally, I like it. Would I play it? No, because I'm not the biggest fan of like the haptics of the guitar itself. But, and here's the big like question mark from my side. Why? didn't they come up with like the surprise SE in that special color to kind of have a a bang for the introduction of a of the budget SE line and and you know we've we've already discussed about the rumors true. from PT Core kind of introducing the guitar and also on the other hand like from a like managerial standpoint it would have been a nice means to kind of measure what is the potential for this guitar because like the the, the Roxy pink finish is not like it's not a color that you would, you know, sell in in, in hundreds and thousands. Pro probably not, but you could probably get an estimate from 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 the demand for that guitar. What the demand for a, I don't know, green or black one would be. So it would have been a nice like move to kind of tip their toe into the the budget line, um, but instead they kind of released it as a high end model. And you know, you don't kind of fool around with with, with uh, two thousand seven hundred euros. Kind of, you know, understand what I'm trying to say is kind of, you know, if it's, you. if it's if it's if it's a budget guitar, it could also be a nice gimmick for a player that wants a fancy looking guitar and likes likes John Mayer. But you know, if we're talking about uh, more than two and a half grand, um, um, they kind of limit themselves and the potential customers. But uh, you know, I mean, John's fan base is big, so th they'll probably sell enough of of the Silver Skies, even even in a polarizing color like the the Roxy Pink. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? It's been a long time since I played a Silver Sky. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I was when I played it, it was 2018. And mm -hmm. um, it was when they just they were just released. And um, 
uh, at TGU, in fact, and we were among the first to play it. Mm -hmm. And I think I was caught up in the the hype and dare not say that it wasn't good. You know, I was I was quite um, in awe of it. And it sounded beautiful and through what I was playing it through, whatever that was. Mm -hmm. But I remember not liking the, the radius. Uh, it was mm -hmm. seven and a quarter. And I, don't know, I, just, I just didn't gel with it. And I think that if they had that at nine and a half, I would be all over it. Um, mm -hmm. I know that a seven and a quarter is is okay these days, and, and people argue that that's fine. But I really do like uh, an, a minimum nine and a half. Mm -hmm. um, what a geek! Uh, but I like that color. <laughs> I like the color. I like. It's no longer a shock to me. Um, but is it? You know, I don't know. I would rather buy a used one in another color if I was going to buy one. I yeah, wouldn't want to yeah. spend two two seven or whatever it is on um on that. Yeah. Or I'd buy yep. I'd buy an S E in a in a in a flash. You know, that sounds like a great idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I hear you. And it's funny that we haven't even talked about that, but we shared the same like impression from the guitar. And I think that the pickups they're voiced great. Like they, they sound like nothing else. And uh, they have a very bright range of, of tones they can deliver. But uh, like when it comes to the actual haptics and and how it feels uh, i just didn't like kind of gravitate towards that particular radius and that particular neck there were sure especially a tgu other guitars that w were much more pleasing for my preferences so um yeah but bottom line um se version please give it yeah. to us yeah <laughs> give it to yeah. us johnny uh-huh 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 uh -huh. <laughs> um <laughs> Ian Johnston, who's in the chat, will you please behave? I'm not putting that on the screen, but please behave. Terrible behavior. <laughs> um, all right. Well, um, I've got a few picks this week. So, Dan, if you don't mind, I'd like to move on, and then we can buy, borrow, or burn some stuff. Oh, yeah, please. Andy's pick of the week. It's my pick of the week. It is another Fender, the new... Jagstang, the Kurt Cobain signature guitar, which is controversial at the best of times and a crap guitar at the worst of times. Um, <laughs> I had one recently. I bought it and I sold it because it's one of those guitars I wanted to have. And I'm not in the position to have stuff that I want. I'm in the position to have stuff that I need. Mm -hmm. However... <laughs> now that they've re they are re-releasing it and yes Valer valeria valeria just pointed out what is it fender week i'm really sorry and dan and i had this conversation yeah but it just happens to be you know what what's in the news and what our picks are we can't we can't influence that um i really like the look of the new one it's going to be made in mexico uh on screen now mm -hmm. is if you're watching is a comparison between the original which is on the bottom and the new one which is on the top and someone on a facebook group made this and i would love to credit them but i've forgotten who posted it before i saved the screen um <laughs> so there was a lot of in the original version uh controversy over the lower horn being the wrong shape to kurt's drawing and on the new version they fixed that hmm. also they've pre-aged the pick guard because nobody likes a poor lloyd white pick guard do they dan no no no, no. nobody and it says the switches just, are close. Yeah, you can't you can't start like smoking over a new guitar that you want to look like old. 
no. it's just there's just no point in doing that. Yeah. Also, it looks, the um, it looks great. the control plate looks slightly different. The knobs look slightly different. Uh, Ryan mm -hmm. from Sixty Cycle Hum is here trying to scarf some of our viewers off to his channel, and he kind of <laughs> wants one. And yeah, you know what, Ryan? Yeah. I think you should have one. I think I should have one as well. I think the whole world would have should have one. And I don't know. Let's take a look. I've got some some more pictures just here. Um, Sonic Red, uh, just there. Mm. Is that like That's, an original color? That, that yeah. That so the originals purple. came out in Sonic Red and um, what, what's it? Uh, Sonic. No, sorry, Fiesta Red. Excuse me, and Sonic Blue. Okay. Um, okay. So that's Fiesta Red, and I think it looks great. Yeah. Sanifar has brought up a very interesting point. The pickup covers are not aged. Good point. Um, All right, I'm off buying some cigarettes. Yeah, exactly. Just just hire someone to smoke over that. Uh, no, that's a terrible idea. Uh, buy some coffee and throw it at the guitar. There we go. Oh, there um, you go. Buy some, buy some coffee in Venice. It's quite quite affordable. And then we've got <laughs> the um, the Sonic Blue as well, which when I bought mine, mine was the Sonic Blue from 1996, uh -huh. I think, or seven. Um, and I, I prefer the red one, but the blue one was the one I always wanted and coveted when I was a teen. All but right, okay. in this case, I think I would get the Fiesta Red version. And then I think I would actually play it. Hmm. Fair enough. I mean, but I think both colors are great. Uh, my my question actually was targeting towards whether, like, what what his preferred color was when he was playing live, and uh, because uh, I'm the not blue, too the much. blue one. I mean, he blue only one? used uh, it a few times, if only once. And there's there's that's okay. why I said it was controversial. Lots of people said he hated the 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 guitar and didn't like it. And <laughs> will we ever know? We don't know. But um, I want to say thank you to Jason Carter, who's just sent us a 10-euro super chat for coffee and for teaching him a new word today, Jagstang. You're welcome, Jason. Nice. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he was – I'm not an expert on uh, on Kurt, but I'm a massive fan, and there's lots of misinformation out there. The only truth is that we'll never really know. So, but just potentially, like, he could be sitting on cloud number 278, like, just mm -hmm. watching us and, and mm -hmm. watching the people at Fender – Mm -hmm. and kind of being very, very annoyed by them pushing a signature guitar that he never actually liked. I don't right? know, dude. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Ryan says he'd go with the blue, and I, I hate Ryan a little yep. bit for that because I, I, I come and I, I might need to get both because I don't know. I oh, don't boy, know. You need a Fender subscription. You you got to talk with those guys to kind of get like a subscription. Talk to them. Yeah, model. if only there was some yeah, yeah, direct yeah. line that I had. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you pay a flat fee, and then every month you get a new guitar to pick. <laughs> hey, yeah, sorry, I'm just cool I've just got uh, Jason's just messaging me. There's a few issues right. with him being backstage. Um, <laughs> uh, click join, Jason. Um, yeah, Steve, Steve from Sixty Cycle Hum, the 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 more professional, better looking uh, side of 60 Cycle Hum is, uh, has an older red one. I didn't know that. Uh, oh. Jason's just joined us in the green room. He's not live yet. So uh, I'm double excited to talk to him. And uh, we'll just, we've got a few picks of the week, Jason. We're just talking about some gear and then we'll bring you in. In fact, we could bring in Jason for this because I know he's an Offset yeah. fan. Oh yeah, he would um, resonate with that one. Yeah, for sure. By, by the way of nodding, Jason, because the people can't see, would you like to come in and talk about the Offset Jags tank? He's just adjusting his chair. 
I'm going to bring him in, I think. Oh, he didn't have his headphones in. He's taking them out now. Oh, my goodness. It's all going wrong. <laughs> in that case, <laughs> we'll just move on to the next guitars, which I think Jason might want to come into. He's now got headphones in. Can you hear all us, right. Jason? <laughs> I don't think you can. Anyway, um, I'll move on to my next pick, which is Valeria's going to love it. The new Squire Paranormal Range. <laughs> Um, so, so yes, it truly is a Fender week this week. Um, whenever you say a Fender, I'm I'm kind of like giggling like a little child because of that old joke, you know, where the 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 wife is in front of the the court and uh, asking, you know, because she she killed her husband with a guitar, and uh, the the judge says first offender, and she said no, not offender, a Gibson. Then offender. Not, not first offender, yeah. Not not offender, a Gibson, yeah. I'm I'm bad at telling jokes, but I still. Well, that wasn't too bad. I've been with Henning all yeah, weekend. Yeah. <laughs> so going back to paranormal series. Going back to um, paranormal. Is, so um, is that is that the big fu to all the scalpers that kind of were trying to increase prices on on the used market, like secondary market? I don't know, but I have uh, two of the paranormal series that's released. 2020. So I have the baritone telly and the uh, what's it called? I've just pulled my headphone cable out. Now I can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, this is going super smooth this week. Sorry. Yeah. No worries. I, why can't I? Supersonic. My goodness. Sorry. Brain is off this week. Um, yeah, so I've got the Supersonic in in that blue, the frosty one, but now they've uh -huh. released it in the Sparkle. So there's a Coronado as well, Ooh. a Tornado, sorry. Um, nice one. Then we've got the Tornado in Sunburst, Sunburst. which yeah. I I don't know which one I prefer. Then mm -hmm. we've got a Shell Pink Supersonic, which is going to fly off the shelves, off the guitar shelves. Is that true? Is that true? Because I think that's like, for my personal taste, like the ugliest shape. That's that's only my opinion. I don't okay. know if it's true because it's just my opinion, but I think that's going to fly because shell pink is very in at the moment um, uh -huh. and it's going to be about 400 euros-ish. Oh, okay. Then are we've these, got the original all... Sparkle Blue, Dan, which, as you said, is very similar to the J Mascus. Yep. Reminds um, me a lot of that. So that's the original one of the original colors um, that was released in. So that's very coveted. Yeah. Uh, what else we got? The offset telly also in uh, shell pink. Then we've got one in natural as well. The offset telly. Then we've got a cyclone in pearl white. A oh. cyclone in candy apple red, which I think looks stunning. Yeah. Um, what else? The Baritone Carbonita uh, Tele in Surf Green. The Baritone Carbonita Tele in Three-Tone Sunburst. Okay. Uh, and then a Thin Line as well. And then I've got a little picture. Oh, the, the, oh my goodness. Sorry, I'm having a moment. We've got a... Uh, ah, pressing buttons. <laughs> got a Thin Line in Blue and a Thin Line in Sunburst. And I think that Thin Line in Sunburst, which possibly has P90s and a gold um, pickguard, is stunning. Is it like anodized metal kind of? Looks card? like it. An anodized yeah, aluminium. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. That's, that's Let's pretty just cool. chat with Jason. Jason, can you hear us now? Is he listening to music? He seems to be having a good time. Yeah, he can. Okay, great. Um, Jason, I'm going to add you in in a second. Great. Okay. 
Okay, he's not listening to the music. This is brilliant. I'm having a great time. Um, and then, <laughs> go away, go away, all you tellies. There we go. So yeah. let's go and buy and borrow and burn some stuff. Like just wait a sec. Just for, for wait, those wait. three. Wait, I'm waiting. You you would you would pick the Sonic, like the Super Sonic. Um, good question, Dan. I have a Super because Sonic it... already. Yeah. Okay. I love that shell pink offset telly. The Telemaster, yeah. should we call it? I have a baritone carbonita telly, which is amazing. I don't know, man. I think, I think, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Break Andy. Andy's breaking. Oh my God. It's just too much <laughs> awesome. Too much yeah. awesome. Yeah. I, I can't decide. It's It's kind of like, yeah. I'm not drunk, Valeria. She's she's accusing me of being drunk. I'm just bloody tired and half drunk. Uh, you know what? Just like two, like three thoughts on these guitars. Like the the left one, it. I'm I'm digging the the scratch pit. I think the pickguard, like the the perloid pickguard, would be would look great on the Mascus too, and would kind of hmm. add a little bit of a or, or remove some of the of the stark contrast between like the the road worn neck and the, the the flaky body so I'm, I'm digging that combination but i'm not digging the shape the uh cabronita looks a lot like the greg Koch gristle master uh yes. so it gives yes. me it gives me same same vibes but when it comes like to the pure like sleekness of the instrument and you know i'm not an offset fan but i would go with the golden middle and, and pick up the shell pink uh how do you call it telly master like the offset, offset telly. telly is the official yeah name. yeah yeah, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm no kind of digging that the most. Yeah. <laughs> All right, then. We've All already right. got a few people buying and borrowing and burning, but I, you know, I want to hear the song. Buy, borrow, or burn. Who goes so, first? Um, I've forgotten what we talked about. Uh, I'm too drunk. So <laughs> I'm drunk on I'm drunk on life, drunk on squires. Uh, let's put some stuff on the screen. So Sarang would buy the offset telly in pink, borrow the J Mascus telly, and burn the PRS. Out. All right. Okay. What else we got? Um, give us your picks, everybody. There's some have come up. Uh, there it is. Mm. Some uh, someone wanted Fergie in France wants to November fifth the lot. <laughs> So there's a big bonfire um, for for everything we've chosen this week. He's not happy with our choices. Apologies, Fergie in France, and to SJ as well. Uh, Michael, there we go. Buy the Jagstang and Fiesta Red, burn the telly, borrow the vintage or custom strap from the Fender office and ignore the silver sky. <laughs> ignore the silver sky. That's, that's ouch. Ouch, ouch, yeah, ouch. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sanofa wants the to burn them all. Ouch, ouch. Yeah. I mean, I mean, burning burning the silver sky is at least something that's kind of making like making some emotions, you know, creating some emotions. But just ignoring it, oh, that's sad. That's sad. okay. I've I've got a decision. I think. Okay. okay. I'm going to choose myself this week because I'm too drunk on sleep to <laughs> choose for you. I'm going to buy right. the Jagstang, but mm -hmm. I'm going to buy both of them because I can't decide on the color. Okay. Can I do that? Thanks. I'm going to borrow the offset telly in pink. Okay. And I'm going to burn the PRS. Boo. Ta -dum. 
<gasps> he said. Okay, Dan, what would you do? Okay. Um, dum 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 Do a sec. Probably, I would buy the Mescus and remove the Picard instantly. I would. Can I have the Picard? Borrow. Yeah, sure, sure. Great, thanks. Yeah. Borrow the offset tally just to give it a shot. And burn the PRS, but try the PRS SE instead. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, yeah, I actually, I, I kind of like the guitar, but, you know, it's giving me the least, like, positive vibes from, from all the, the entries that we had today. Yeah. Yeah, okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. So, yeah. People are not happy with our picks this week. Um, Valeria yeah. is saving money this week. She's not tempted to buy anything. Burn them all. My goodness, what a violence we have this week. Lots of burning. <laughs> Jesse wants to buy the J Mascus, borrow the Tele MP91, and burn that damn Silver Sky. My goodness. <laughs> so much Silver Sky hate. Come on, what's what's wrong, guys? I just think we've seen it all. We want, we're too tired. We want the uh, we want the SE now. Oh, and Jason's yeah, commented. Yeah. Jason would burn the... What?! Right. Jason may be in the green room, but he might not be on the show. Burn the Jackson <laughs> and Silver Sky. My goodness. Right, he and I are going to have a serious conversation in a moment. Dan, you may need to leave and protect Jason. Um, on that, I would really love to bring in our guest. So um, I'm going to attempt to do it in a smooth, sensible and nonviolent way. There he is. Hello, Jason. <laughs> hey. <laughs> How are you doing? Oh, your audio seems to be popping in and out. Is that Dan? Is that everybody? Or is it just Jason? Yep. No, no. I think it's just him, right? Uh, apologies, Jason. But your audio seems to be going in and out and in and out. Going in and out and in and out. Uh, oh, how about improved. now? Yeah, it's much improved. Oh, hold on one second. Let me. Yeah, that's what you get for burning a Jags thing, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm just not a fan of the Jags thing. Like, don't. <laughs> I, I know everybody loves it. And I'm just, just, I was just like, maybe it's because it, it's not symmetrical. I don't know. Kind of, I. I mean, you're entitled to opinion, of course. Everybody's entitled to opinion. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm more obsessed about the fact that I would assume that you would like it, which means that I'm wrong about you, and I, I, I genuinely don't know you, which is exciting, I guess. <laughs> yeah, well, it's funny because Tia and I, uh, the other day, we did like we got in our group chat and we were talking about the Jackstain and the uh, the Jarman, and I was like, well, I don't really like that color on the Jarman. But I don't like the Jags thing. So we did this whole poll thing. And um, yeah, she she likes the Jags thing. I, I was just like, that's the only offset that I'm just like, not a fan of. Huh, interesting. Well, um, I guess, welcome to the show. <laughs> um, <laughs> Introductions. Lightering introduction. If, if you don't know who Jason is, then you should, because... Um, 
on behalf of Dan and I, I'm going to say that you have one of the most exciting YouTube channels, guitar YouTube channels out there at the moment. I love pretty much everything you do. And in this conversation tonight, as I said in the video description, I want to find out how you do it, distill that, bottle it, and keep it to myself. I was going to say, if you sell it, just, you know, cut me in on the marketing. Yeah, I'll buy you a Jack's thing. <laughs> yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> Oh, man. But thank you guys for having me. Uh, Tia would be here, but she's at work at the moment. All right. Okay. Got to save those pennies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jack stands up by themselves. Uh, I, I can still hear an echo from you, from you, Jason. Are you, are you got something coming through the, the speakers? No. No. Just, just headphones. I think wow. it might be the speaker mic. Yeah. Oh, how- yeah it's kind of picking it off. But the, the Serang and the others are telling us it's all good, so I think like the ecam signal should be fine. Okay, okay. cool. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, absolutely, yes, I am going to steal your content. There's something about um, your videos, your channels, but I, when I say you, I mean you and Tia, of course, and the team that you're working yeah. with. It just seems like so much fun. I want to be in that room with you guys, and that's dude. We'd we'd love to have you with us, like. If you're ever One over here in the States. In fact, where, where are you based? Just so I can uh, find out when, when I do come over. Oh, we're in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. All right. So, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's like, it's pretty hot here. <laughs> How hot is it? Um, let's, let's see what the weather is today. Oh, I can tell you. Hang on. It says... 27 <laughs> degrees Celsius. Wind south at 13 kilometers per hour and 65% humidity. I don't that's believe that. Doesn't that doesn't sound too bad. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's not too bad. But yeah, I, <laughs> it's okay. Um, it's just, I guess for me, because uh, in the past I was used to living by the beach, so there was the wind. Right. Now it's just like stagnant hot. Okay. Oh, I see. I see where you're from. Okay. Chattanooga. Chattanooga, Tennessee. Chattahoochee. Uh, you're, based, you're based in Chattanooga? No, no, no. We're like we're no. like an hour away, maybe. All right. From Chattanooga. Yeah. From Chattanooga. Yeah, Chattanooga like, like seems like halfway between you guys and Nashville. Yep. Yep. All right. It's. I, I should know this because I've I've driven through there many times. <laughs> Well, um, yeah, I'll put it on the list for, for when I do come stateside, when, when things uh, go that way. But really, um, to the people listening and watching, if you haven't seen uh, Jason and T's videos, go and watch them after this has finished. Um, there's a lot of work going into what you do, and I truly appreciate the effort that you guys are putting in. But at the same time, you seem to be having a whale of a time. So oh, thank you. Yeah. Give us a backstory, uh, man. Give us Give us some story. Okay story time um so basically about a year or two ago like because t and i we met at a music store and we've just been friends and um about no i guess it was like 2019 fall of 2019 we always had this idea of just like hey we should like do a youtube channel together because uh she's just phenomenal at guitar and and it was just one of those things that we kept talking about in passing. And then um, during the pandemic, we were kind of just like, hey, 
you know, after things calm down a little bit, we should try this because we had um, our team, um, our, our bunch of mutual friends. Uh, we all, well, three fourths of us worked at the same music store. Or, <laughs> so it was just like, oh yeah, well, you know, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll create something together. And um, the goal more so behind it was um, we kept seeing on YouTube, we were like, man, this is cool and all. Like there's a lot of cool channels and there's a lot of personalities, but we want to do something more so for people of color and more inclusive and mm -hmm. to kind of, you know, bring that about. But we're also like big pop culture nerds and we're also like, we love comedy. And the thing is, we didn't want to approach the channel in the sense of uh, let's just be super serious. Here's, you know, here's my guitar because it's like we're not serious people like we like to have fun. And um, and like we love like we wanted the vibe of you're in the room with us and, mm -hmm. you know, we wanted to do something a bit different. Like, you know, like I said, we we just we saw what was out there and we were like, what can we do? that's a bit different and something that people would enjoy or hope that people would enjoy. Cause I've, I was like, man, there's been a couple of videos where I've just been like, Oh, I don't know if it's like, I like this, but I don't know if anybody else is going to like this. <laughs> so, so yeah. it's, it's, so it's just been that. And, um, I think the secret sauce too. our producer, he is completely producer slash editor. He wears every hat behind the scenes. Um, he, mm -hmm he is not a musician and not from the gear world. So he has a different perspective and like, he'll edit a video in the mindset of how can I get someone that isn't a part of the gear world to watch this and find it entertaining. Mm. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, that's, so that, that's pretty much. Oops, sorry. That, sorry. Yeah. That, that would, that would uh, directly kind of be linked to one of the questions that pop up when I was checking the channel. Like, you kind of used a lot of effects, like visual effects on the channel. Is that something that, that you decided on or was it something that your editor slash uh, producer kind of thought would be a nice idea? Uh, the editor, like it, it was totally Nelson's idea. And like that, <laughs> like, cause it's, um, there's, we'll sit down and we'll discuss like which references and whatnot. And, but we mainly leave him to his own devices and let him do his own thing. Um, you know, we'll critique afterwards before we post it. And we just let him do his own thing. And it's just like, there was like, for instance, last night, there was a clip he sent over. And I was and like, I don't know if it's going to get cleared, mainly because I got to clear it with someone else beforehand. And like, the way he phrased it, I was like, Oh, man, this is going to be the one where we get like our channel suspended or something. And then I saw it. And I was like, you know what? just i was like we'll clear it with that person and then let's do it <laughs> so that's yeah. it's really it's really just been as far as the editing it's really just him like he decides a lot of it um like he he comes from a, a very very pop culture world which isn't which isn't bad i actually like that because i think i think it kind of helps us be a little bit more distinct mm -hmm. yeah yeah, I mean, you definitely are distinct. And I think that's one of the reasons, as I said, I don't know what it is you do. There's many different elements to what you do as, as a team. And it, it does grab my attention. It entertains me. It makes me laugh. But also, I can feel the love that you guys have for each other. 
and that's oh, yeah. extremely important for me when watching two people if there's a um a chemistry and then as i said already i want to be in that room and you, you've said that's the the aim and it absolutely works and looking at the comments in the chat right now there's some a lot of love going up for you guys and sarang Thank here you. has said that the the effects in the video clips take the production quality way up feels like something on netflix or something Oh, wow. Thank you. I got to screenshot that and send that to Nelson because he'd, he'd love that comment. But like, um, yeah. thank yeah, you. It's... Like, that's, 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 that's kind of what we aim for because it's, it's one of those things of, uh, especially since he's outside of the music world in that sense. And then not only that, T and myself are a lot alike in terms of the gear that we like, but at the same time, we're very different. So, but at the same time, like, it, there's a lot, it, there is a lot of love between all of us. And, and that's the one thing I'm super grateful for, because it's never like every time we do a video, it's like we're hanging out. And, and that's the main thing that I think uh, that I, I think that we try to capture is just like, hey, we're a bunch of people hanging out. Like, you know, I honestly, I'm super thankful for Tia, um, like, because she is phenomenal and i didn't realize how much we complement each other and like it's cool because i'm like she's a super shredder and i'm just like i'm just over here like oh okay i can do a few chords and like <laughs> and, but but like it's it's it, it is a lot of love and it's it's slowly turning into a team of my best friends and the thing that uh, I really like about it is like some of the outside guests that we've been able to incorporate have just been from our mm -hmm. friends, friend group and like uh, Justin uh, who did the Starcaster episode, like, you know, I work with him <laughs> and I was like, Hey dude, you want to install some pickups? And he was just like, yeah, I was like, okay, we're going to film this and I don't know how it's going to go. I, I gotta say, I gotta jump in. I say, I love that. I've, I've seen that video, and I love that video where he's installing the pickups in super fast forward speed, and you're just sat there, just kind of looking, you know, just waiting. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> well, uh, well, that's that was the thing because we didn't know how long it was gonna take, and I was just like, all right, well, this is not gonna take this long. And then I was like, oh crap, we have two more videos to film that day, <laughs> and I was just like, <laughs> I was like, oh okay, cool. What can I do? And like, I was just like, make conversation. And then we tried to, and then we, then I think we watched it and we were just like, yeah, let's just speed this up. <laughs> <laughs> it made it so much better because it, you know, it was, it was really funny. Um, yeah. We got a question from Sarang actually, uh, Jason, what was the inspiration behind the name? Um, well, that's, so the inspiration behind the name uh, was more so due to Tia because uh, we had already filmed the first video and we didn't have a name so <laughs> we were just like uh we were trying to come up with different names and we wanted something that would feel inclusive to everybody so that when you saw the channel it's like hey you know obviously we're not blues lawyers playing like you know eight thousand dollar ten thousand dollar gibsons and it's just like yeah. you know we wanted something that everybody could feel a part of because really at the end of the day like what's one of the things that has been very important for us is having people feel like hey these are my friends and they're just showing me this gear that they really like so we was just like hey we're kind of the working class and you know especially in america then it's just like we're kind of broke so working class music <laughs> so that's that's yeah. really the story behind the name 
Um, I, I, I forget the list of names that we have. And we'll probably, if I find it, we'll, we'll post it somewhere. But some of them were just like God awful. <laughs> and I was like, and then, but it was, it was literally like one of those moments where Tia said that. Um, and before that we were going to go with like working class musician. And I was like, yeah, let's just do working class music and, or yeah, working class yeah. musicians. Yeah. And I was like, let's do working class music. Cause you know, I feel like that, rolls off the tongue better yeah definitely and i gotta uh, say I to, to me when andy showed me the channel it was like i immediately felt that it's especially in comparison to a lot of other channels it, it feels like the antithesis to a lot of the the channels that are out there that are always looking for the next big thing and they're going farther and, and more expensive and more like extreme when it comes to their choices and what they do and then you guys are sitting in your basement kind of chatting about the guitars and everything has got a, a very raw but also a very real vibe to it. And uh, that's a vibe that I could immediately relate to instead to some of the super polished high-end stuff. Well, thank you. No, that's 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 honestly been a huge intention of ours. Because like, literally um, the rule of thumb for us is like, one, we, we want to get, especially now, we want to get back into recommending gear for, like, for everyone. Like, not something, you know, something that everybody can afford. Because even though we've done high-end stuff, and we're, we've gradually done that, and mainly because uh, some of the relationships that, prior to the channel that I've had with some of the companies, and mm -hmm. and they've been awesome for us, but really, like, we just wanted to review gear that everybody can afford that, you know, you're not like, it's one of those things of like, Hey, this just came out and that's cool and all, but here's our favorite jazz master at the moment. So it's just like, <laughs> it, it was, it's kind of just like one of those. Cause like working in a music store, we see all the new gear come out and some of it's very exciting and some of it's not, but at the same time, it's just like, there's a gazillion channels out there and it's just like, we don't want to, we don't want to review something just because it's fresh and new and we don't like it, like, and then fake that we like it. Um, and just, but just to kind of get the views and likes and whatnot, it's just like, if we don't believe in it, we won't review it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a sensible idea regardless of what you're reviewing, but there is, as Dan mentioned, there's a, a temptation, especially for the larger channels to chase that dragon of the next big thing. And um, and also when you just for me, I don't want to feel like I'm trundling along. Hang on, that way, I never know which way this camera is around. Trundling yeah. along, doing the same old thing. Um, but I really, I, I wish I had a partner to work with like you and Tia do. It, it's it uh, it makes me a little a little sad to be quite honest to watch you guys having so much fun. And I'm like, oh, I wish I had a, a Tia or a Jason. Yeah, like no, nah, dude. It's I'm honestly, it's it's funny because. Um, there have been a few episodes where like she was just busy. So I'd have to do it by myself or, and I've just been like, man, this would be so much better with Tia. <laughs> like, I was like, the, like the dynamic of us as just as friends, it, like reviewing a piece of gear, um, whether, cause it's always nice to have the dynamic of someone who's played the gear and someone who hasn't. And it's mm -hmm. like, since we're friends, we can be honest with each other about it. And, mm -hmm. And for me, I think 
like she's the secret sauce of the channel. Like she is definitely like the yin to my yang, so to speak, if I made that analogy correct. But um but yeah, she's it's it's awesome because for me I, I would just kinda like freak out and just be like super prepared and and I feel like by myself I could fall into that trap of what everyone else is doing. But with her <laughs> it works because we we're genuinely friends and like we like the same things and a lot of the like a lot of the dialogue isn't scripted so it's really just us in a conversation about yeah. things and and i think that's something that you don't see often and it, so it's not like hey one person said this and then you know this and then it's you know we can include inside jokes and it it's like she's just awesome like she's been a person that I'm really grateful to have as my friend and really grateful to have as my co-host. And I, I, I could ramble on about how awesome she is, but like, I'm, I'm really glad that she's there because like looking at the comments and seeing how people support her and, and are very supportive of her. It, it makes me happy because it's, it's just like, man, like we're figuring out the dynamics of each other in the sense of like, okay, I can be like the goofy or funnier one and you can be this one. And it's just like, well, let's throw that out of the window. Let's just be ourselves. So, <laughs> and so it's just, so it's, it's, it's cool. Like I, I, I really appreciate having her and like, although I know she gets annoyed, like anytime I kind of put her on a spot, like with a pedal, I'm like, Hey, you got 30 seconds to play with this before we do this, before we start filming. And she's just like, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and, <laughs> so, but, so, yeah. Well, I know she's not here, so I'd love to hear her comments on this, but I get the feeling that you two might either hug at some point or she's going to smack you in the face. Like, it's on the edge, you know? Oh, oh yeah, it's, you know, it's on the edge. And to be fair, uh, before... She got her revenge. I'll say that in an upcoming episode, she got her revenge. And um, I was put in the seat of never playing a pedal before, never knowing what it sounded like. Um, and it was the Rainbow Machine. And oh, it's no. like, I've never, yeah, I, I never heard that pedal before. And I went out of my way not to hear it or look it up or anything. And, and she has it. And she was just like, okay, I'm going to get you. She's like, we're going to, and she's like, you're not going to have any playtime with it. And we're just going to get your live reaction. So it's, it's well, at least you can't do anything wrong with the rainbow machine. You can just not understand it. Yeah. So I learned. So I learned. I was just like, I think, I, I think with that, like, there's a couple of things like that where moments like that where she kind of excels at, like, um, I know the Aurora episode, um, she had that pedal and I didn't. And I tend to not like, um flangers and such well flangers mainly I, I i do like phasers and choruses so it was one of those things of she had to educate me but in a nice way and not her killing me nice. <laughs> i just want to clarify something i said earlier because someone was asking about when i said i wanted a tia or a jason um i didn't mean that i don't like doing the podcast with dan i mean that when i look, dan and i share roughly an hour and a half to two hours a week doing this and the rest of my entire week i'm on my own so what i mean is you know 
if it were Dan, I'd like Dan to be in the room with me, Dan. There you are, Dan. There you go. And Dan seems cool. He seems cool. You guys play off of each other really well. Yeah, well, <laughs> thanks. Yeah, yeah. We we try to annoy each other um, enough. But see, but that's but that's the thing, though. Like, uh, like I I personally like that because I I think there are too many things that kind of seem scripted, and it's just like, okay, we can kind of tell. And but like yeah. I remember watching your videos, and I was just like, especially the supersonic, and just been like, man. Andy really loves this. He's awesome. I want to be friends with that guy. And here we are. Yeah, here we are. <laughs> all you had to do was open up a YouTube channel. <laughs> That's all it took. That's all, That's it, all took. it took. Quite easy. Um, yeah. yeah, it's it's funny, isn't it? It's I, I like to think that I can sniff out the imposters, and sudden, sadly. Some of the what I've just described as imposters are actually people trying to be something in front of the camera. Whereas the, the the real answer, in my opinion, and you definitely have it, is to just sit there and just talk about whatever it is and, and be honest. And I've seen yeah. so many people waste uh, opportunities, including myself. I've seen videos of myself where I'm trying to be correct and informational and give my opinion. And I'm not. I'm actually trying to be professional and it turns out that that's not what i'm good at and uh yeah uh, <laughs> like that's that. that's the thing that that's the thing though I, I like we try to do that like with a couple of the more tech-based videos and we we just kind of just decided not to do that anymore because it's just like all right you know we're, we're not marquis brownlee like that's what he does you know we like music stuff and to introduce people to music stuff. And I think for me, like there's a side where, yes, I am a big geek. Yes. I do love guitar stuff and I want to incorporate that, but I, I've always had the mindset of follow your passion. And mm -hmm. that's, that's why Tia and I and the rest of the team have been very adamant about not choosing gear that we dislike. Um, that we, you know, mainly Tia and I, because it's like, Hey, we're the ones on camera that have to review this. So, <laughs> but it's, but it's just, you know, choosing what you're passionate about and, and going that way. And I think it's, it's, it's important because there's, there've been uh, videos that I will watch on YouTube and I'm like, all right, I like before the video start, before the video ends, I'm like, I guarantee I know what this video is going to be like. I know where he's going to go. I know what songs he's going to demo or what style he's going to demo or she. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, I'm like, this isn't fun. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. like, I, I, I jokingly, um, I, I like to think that we're kind of a mix of Anderton's and the Chappelle show, but with a little <laughs> bit of Tim and Eric. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I can I can see that yeah. that melting pot of styles that does come out. Yeah. But I, I think <laughs> I think your your shows are quite unpredictable in a sense that it can go off in, on a tangent, and that's something that I tried to avoid at first, and then I realized that that's that's just how my brain works. So I lean into that if anything, and and people often respond far far uh, more positively when you go with that kind of thing that's actually rattling around your head and, and with you guys including the editing process it's 
chaotic in a, in a positive way. Oh, oh no, and, and we 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 intend for it to be that way because it's it's you know one um, don't know how political I can get, but I'm going to dabble go a little it. bit into it. Yeah, go for it. Um, um, we know that there aren't a lot of people like us being people of color and uh, in that area, so it's it's like. I would feel like it would be inauthentic of ourselves to not include our interest and try to cater to a demographic that we're not necessarily that I'm not going to say that we're not necessarily a part of, but that that represents one side of us and not us mm -hmm. as a whole. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, the thing, the thing about that for me is just like, you know, one of the things that I felt very adamant about, especially when T and I were discussing the channel, is I was like, if we're going to do the team up thing, like, you know, I, you know, early days, I was like, yeah, it has to be Tia. One, you know, because I feel like it's important for, especially in the gear community, for women to have representation. Um, representation as a whole is important to me and Tia, but I felt like all right, well, if I'm going to do this, I'm not going to do it with another dude. And, you know, because it's like, there's so many of us dudes out there. And it's just like, I want it to be, I want that representation because I know how much it matters to people like us. Like, you know, it, it, it means a lot. And it's just like, man, like, we want to be the channel that we would want to look for and, and to have fun. So it's it's one of those things which is like, man, I, I, I've seen the channels that I like and I'm like, man, they're they're super cool when they're you know, they're doing their own thing. And it's just like I think that's one of the things that I that we took was just do our own thing and stay true to ourselves and try to include you know, be inclusive because, you know, we're not blues lawyers, although I try to pretend to be in some videos, we're not. Um, <laughs> but but, you know, and it's, it's just one of those things that I like that um, I like the fact that people have been so accepting of that because it's it's one of the things that I think for us being true to ourselves is very important and having that representation is very important. And it's not like we're doing it for any like egocentric reasons of like, oh, we want to be the cool people and you know it's just like hey this is us this is something we like and this is something we would feel would be cool that you know hopefully people like and they do mm -hmm. and that's cool uh, i'll be honest when... that... sorry oh, no please no no okay because i'm going to stay political for a while and, and actually ask some yeah. questions because i get a little bit sweaty and itchy when people bring up female um players or whatever and people of color because I genuinely don't know if I'm going to say the wrong thing or if I'm going to overcompensate for the fact that I'm a white male, you know? And, and like, I, I was going to say, and even now I feel nervous to say it, that I don't see you as two people, people of color, peoples, um, or, or a female with Tia. I just see you as some friends having some fun. And that's the, and that's, and that's what we want. Like, that's what we want. Like, um, Sorry to cut you off, but like no, that, no, that's, no, that's, yeah, that's that's something that we want, like because there are people that can see us as just friends, but there will be people like you know there'll be you know brown people, 
or that'll hit me up and they'll be like, dude, yo, this is cool. Like, you know, you know, it's nice to see people that look like us doing that. And that means sure. the world to me. Like, um, like it, it just blows my mind because I, because I, at the core of it, T and I are just two friends enjoying what we're doing and enjoying the company of each other. And, and if you or anyone else sees that first, that's, then, then we've succeeded. Absolutely. Um, I'll let Dan jump in, but I, I'd love to talk more about that in a second. Yeah, I was, I was just going like right in the same field because sometimes it can be like a minefield to kind of navigate through when you come up with some sort of like political statement or even intention. So do you find that like limiting from a point of view if that 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 this is like your your thing to kind of represent, let's say, um, not the average uh, YouTube like YouTube demo guy or YouTube demo channel that you're more like like I said, like the antithesis to, to what's already there. Is that something for you like limiting or, or do you get like re negative reactions when it comes to that? Or, or is that community or the demand for a channel that is more diverse and more open to, for everyone? Is that, is that already um, so big that, that you get like all the love from the community and it's, it's kind of growing in a fast pace? Like what's, what's the reaction about? Um, actually it's, that's, it's, That's a good question. Um, firstly, I, I wouldn't say it's limiting because um, I would like to think that our gender roles and our skin color don't limit us per se. And I, I like the mindset of like, like, because I've said a million times and I have no problem saying this. And I and Tia is a way better guitarist than myself. And I I, I'm glad that people haven't been like, oh, she's good for a girl. Like, it's like, oh. no, she's a, mm -hmm. she's a good guitarist in general. And mm -hmm. I, I think for us at first, we thought we were going to get um, pretty flamed when we started the channel, uh, especially since coming out of uh, the Trump era of, in the United States where things were very politically, um, I don't want to say politically sensitive, but it was a very divisive time. And mm -hmm. the thing is, it's just like, I'm glad that our channel is very left leaning. Um, that was something that was very intentional because especially with everything going on in this country or it was one of those things of like, Hey, you know, I understand some people st stay away from politics, but at the end of the day, like, you know, we can't, we have no choice to, because it's just like, that's yeah, who we exactly, are. Exactly. Like, mm -hmm. you know, like I, I remember when I was first sharing videos of the channel um, and in the description I would use, Hey, this is, you know, we wanted to be more inclusive of, you know, people of color and, and, you know, be more inclusive of different genders and just inclusivity. And I remember there was the typical reactions which I wasn't surprised by like more right wing, right leaning reactions. So why you need that? Why are you guys focused on that? And I'm just like, we're not really focused on that. It's just, that's who we are. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. you know, we're not, we're not putting that at the forefront of like, Hey, here's, you know, here are two, you know, black people just, you know, that's the focus of it's like, Hey, here's two black people with a jazz master or, Hey, there's this exactly. and that. It was just more so like, Hey, you know, 
obviously our skin color plays a part into our identity but at mm -hmm. the end of the day there's not a lot of people like us in this field and we just want something for people like us and everybody else to feel included in and i think for us the reaction has for the channel overall has been like super positive um um i think uh i think I've like I, I've been pleasantly surprised that we haven't got like honestly the most negative comments that we've gotten have been about the editing and some people are like oh yeah this is just too much or this this and this and it's just okay. like look I'm sorry we're not a typical guitar channel but we yeah. like humor <laughs> so you know and yeah just play the know, pedal or, or yeah, just, just tell me what it sounds yeah. like. yeah just tell me what it sounds like and and you know it's it's just been weird because uh, for a while I would very I would wear very um, politically motivated shirts, and um, I always I was like when we when we released the video I was in my head I was like someone's going to comment on it and I just have to brush it off, and no one no one did and it was just like and if it and if people did comment on it, it was always in a positive manner, so for me this is kind of been one of the most rewarding things I've ever done creatively because you know really we just want to we just want to make friends and like not think of ourselves as better than anyone else or like oh we're youtubers you know it's it was just like hey you know there's not a lot of people like us doing this let's do it and let's stay true to ourselves and you know mm -hmm. we understand that we live in a very political time and you know that's something that we can't choose to ignore because it affects us and the way that I had to explain it to someone, which I, which um, we had a very good conversation, and it started out, they were asking me questions about the channel, and, and you know, they had their own opinions, and I was like, look, you like our channel, right? And they were like, yeah. So, it's like, you, you, you can kind of guess our personalities. And he was like, yeah. And so I was like, if I were in the position of George Floyd, would you think that I did something to, you know, get that done to myself? Like, did I agitate the police to do that to myself? And he was like, no, 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 you're different. I was like, no, no. It was like, that's something that we have to deal with. And that's something that like, you know, if you, you can't just say, Hey, you know, you can't just look at it this way. And, you know, I, I feel like, it's a lot easier for us to address these things being who we are than it might be for other YouTubers um, who, who, um, who will show solidarity. And that means a lot to me. So I, I think the conversation is a lot easier when you have, when you have female representation and people of color represented in the dialogue. That's what mm. I was trying to say. <laughs> Well, again, the, the people in the chat are really enjoying listening to you. Um, and I know that Dan and I rarely stay this quiet when, when we have a guest on, but it's really interesting to hear someone who is very similar to myself, but in a very different situation. Yeah. And whenever we talk, uh, Dan, to our American cousins, I, I feel that the situation over there is extremely different to what we have over here in Europe. And mm -hmm. I feel... Uh, privileged to say that I think you guys, and I don't mean people of color, I mean Americans, have a lot more conflict amongst yourself than we do at the moment. And I think it's a lot calmer over here. And I 
at least in my experience, um, I would hope that there are areas of the world that I'm in where people wouldn't be feeling that you're feeling and not that they have to represent any group of people or have any responsibility for any group of people. But it certainly seems that that is the case for you. Um, and with opening this channel, just and I, I mean, no, no disrespect at the moment, the number of your uh, subscri subscribers is not huge, but it's growing yeah. and, it, and it, it should be growing already at this small level. You have a responsibility, you know, and that's odd. Yeah, that's very odd for yeah, me. Yeah, no, that's that's it was odd for me because, like, honestly, I think the running joke for us inside our group was like, man, we'd be lucky if we within a year we like hit five hundred or a thousand subs. But people have <laughs> been like very like receptive of it, and that's mm -hmm. that's taken that's made us take into account of like, hey people like what we're doing and people seem to get, you know, that we're, that we're being authentic to ourselves. And I, I think with us more so it, it wasn't a, it wasn't a deliberate attempt to be like, okay, we're going to be political. Like, you know, you know, screw the right, screw this and that. And it was just more so like, Hey, this is us. Obviously certain things within, within the context of music, and, you know, certain things politically can't be ignored. And you're right. America right now is very conflicted. Like, um, I mean, it's gotten in place. It's a lot easier than it was the last four years. But when you have people debating science as far as the coronavirus or people are just like, oh, well, I don't want to, you know, I don't want the government to track me while they're, whole, you know, typing this on their iPhone. I'm like really like it, it you know it's <laughs> yeah, yeah it's yeah. and so it's 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 very much a it's very much um a very interesting time and i think you know i i i will say this um this upcoming generation uh especially seeing all my nieces and nephews and especially working in a music store and seeing kids come in and seeing their world view I truly believe that this upcoming generation is going to change the world. And I, and I believe that a lot of the things that we've, or at least changed this country, I'll say that. Um, and I, and I truly believe like a lot of the things that we've seen in the past are going to be even more antiquated when they're our age. And I think the relationships in between you know, between different people of colors, between, you know, people of varying or different, different sexualities or, you know, whatever. Like, I think that's going to be a thing of the past and people are going to view people as people. And mm -hmm. for me, that's, that's where I'm optimistic about. And it's just seeing how kids, you know, carry that enthusiasm. And, you know, I'm, I'm just hoping that you know, that happens and, you know, we get to a point where a channel like ours doesn't have to be political or it doesn't have to be a situation sure. where we have to address these things, you know, and it's one of those, and that's, and that's the pipe dream for me, like, especially with this generation coming up and seeing, seeing more people interested in music and, you know, seeing, you know, having different conversations with people in terms of music and be like, Hey man, yeah, we really love the Jaguar thing you did. And, you know, I, you know, I went out and got a Jaguar, 
And I'm like, that's cool. Like, and it's just like, you know, some of the things for me is just breaking down the social stereotypes of, oh, you have to be this or you have to be that in this country. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can't just enjoy music and you can't just enjoy gear, but you have to stick to certain like things. It's like, I, I can't tell you how many times, especially at work where people think, oh, you must love Mark Bass. You must be a bassist. And I'm like, actually, it's like, I'm like, actually, you know, I'm more of a Fender guy. They're like, oh, Fender. Oh, okay. What, what Fender bass you like? Yeah, it's like P-Bass. It's like, actually, I, I prefer the jazz bass, but that's because I prefer the jazz master. And they're like, yeah. and it's just like their eyes like bug out of their head. And when I say jazz master, they're like, what? Like, you, you know, it's like, you prefer the jazz master? Like, what do you like about it? And I'm like, it sounds good. It, like, it sounds good. So it's, for me, it's just like, I like having, I like the fact that our channel is in a position to discuss these things without, you know, with, with our, you know, with, with people. And I know certain channels, like other channels, it's not as easy for them to have that discussion like if need be, um, because you know, it, it's 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 like how do you go about it without you know without pissing one group or another group off? Because there are certain comments like I would read in a couple of like other brand videos. Um, like there a while ago, Gibson posted something. Um, you know, uh, Black History Month, and someone said something and you know me kind of semi trolling but not really i was like oh well i'm just here for all the racist blues lawyers that are gonna you know be on this comment <laughs> section and like and it, and it just just blew up and i was just like look I'm, I'm just saying like what you said was racist and like you know if you if you know, it's like more power to you like if that's the guitar you know and i mean they took it down obviously it took down what i said and i was just like well i i really wanted to have this conversation like but Mm-hmm. But I, I think it's just one of those things of where I'm glad we're in a position where, you know, we can predominantly talk about music and and we're having fun doing that. But I'm also glad we're in a position where we know a lot of other channels can't really discuss certain of the a lot of the social or political things going on and have that dialogue and have because a lot of it, you know, to be blunt, doesn't affect them in the same way that it affects myself or Tia. So it's 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 one of those things that I'm just like, man, this is going to be, you know, I hope it was one of those things when the, when the channel started, I was like, I hope people understand and they're open to this. But I was like, I'm not I was like, I'm not dumb. I understand we live in America and mm-hmm. <laughs> I understand some people just won't be. Mm-hmm. But also don't forget that you know YouTube is international, and I would hope that um, some of the negativity you're seeing in your country is not spread as far throughout the world. Of course, it's, it is other places, but um, it's it's interesting to listen to what you're saying and, and never having to have thought about should I appear on screen? Will I? You know, I was always expecting like um, you know you can't play guitar or just that the way you speak is never about the color of my skin, which is why what you're saying is so interesting but something i'd like to ask you is why why do you think there are not more youtube guitar channels with people of color as the hosts i mean there can't be that many no i 
from a few conversations I've had with people, I think one, I think it's because people approach and, and I don't want to say this in a negative way. Um, I think a lot of people don't think, be, I, I think a lot of people that I've talked to, well, I know a lot of people that I've talked to think that they can't find success in that genre unless they're like a super shredder, like where, like, you know, unless they're toasting a bossy, then they can do it, you know, but if they're, you know, if there's somebody like me, where I'm just like, I'm just going to rip off slow dive and this will destroy you, then, you know, it's just like, I don't think I can do that. Um, but I think it's just more so they don't think that there's going to be a lot of success found in that community because we don't look like the norm and or norm, I should say. And I think it's just more so some of it hasn't been very welcoming. Um, just just a little backstory like um, I've outside of the channel, I've been playing music for a while and like I've been fortunate enough to see a good bit of the world because of my musical endeavors, but I've also seen the very like Eurocentric side of it where it's just like, you know, I, I think, you know, we have to take into, you know, being a person of color, we have to take into account our audience. And now with the internet, especially YouTube being a worldwide platform and something that's easier to access, you're starting to see, the community of, you know, black alternative or queer alternative, like all of that, all of that subset, like come to the community because you have things like punk black, which we're doing an interview for. So yes, I am plugging that. Um, but how dare, but, you? um, how dare, me? I know. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but you're starting to see, you're starting to see more representation in that community and it be something that's more accepted now than it was like, you know, back in the day. And I, but I still think that it's very much a, we don't feel as welcomed if I'm being blunt. And I think a lot of the musical tastes are just different enough to where, unlike, you know, and I, and I put Fender on a pedestal, not because I want an endorsement, but because I think their marketing team is brilliant and being more inclusive and including different styles of music, like, like. 20 years ago or 10 years ago, you wouldn't see something like the her strat and, you know, that caters yeah. to a certain demographic. And Definitely. I think now, I think now people are, even though they don't feel as included in the dialogue of the gear community, you're starting to see more of it pop up. And I think it's more so where we realize that we, you know, we're not going to be like the stereotype of like the church player um, or, you know, the bass player or the drummer, and we could actually have, you know, a dialogue about pedals and stuff. And, you know, because I've always, I've always wondered, like, one of the biggest things, and, I, and I'm sure uh, customers at my job hate me for it, is um, I love talking to people about pedals. And, and it's, you know, there, there's been a couple of women that have just been like, that would talk to me about pedals. And I just talk to them like they're a person. Like, mm -hmm. and then, you know, at the end of the conversation, something similar to, well, you actually talked to me like I'm a person and you didn't dumb it down or anything like that for me. Like that means mm -hmm. a lot. Like, you know, that, and, and I would get that reaction and I'm just like, well, why would, like, why would I dumb it down? Like, like, like I, I, like you're a person and, mm -hmm. you know, to kind of not 
rant too much on it. I think it's just people hadn't felt included because there are still racially there's still a little bit well whether it's an unspoken thing or not there's still a little bit of i don't want to say segregation or there's still a little bit of like we i feel like as a person of color we feel like we have to work a lot harder or come at something differently to get even a quarter of the attention of our white counterparts in the gear community and it's just like you know that's like we like you know we have to be toast in a bossy level and if we're not like then we got to think of something else like um mm-hmm. so yeah. I, but I, if... I, I i i'm i'm completely with you and i think like the beauty about the channel is that um if you if you think about like what is political i think you don't have to like raise a hand or put a slogan somewhere i think like even having that channel and kind of putting content there is already political because you are making a statement that you are able and you are willing to kind of represent people whatever people that may be diverse people and i think this is already a statement and that is something that is there uh, especially on YouTube, that is there for generations, and people will see that. People will be enthused. Maybe your channel will spark others that that kind of create their channel on, on on their own and kind of create something. And ultimately, and this is what what you just mentioned with Fender, companies will have to kind of recognize that audience with the her strat and with 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 other people and other interests and other niches. And I think that's something if if companies want to grow their audience if companies want to be seen not just as as music instrument companies but more like a lifestyle company and a company that's kind of providing joy to everyone and to that diverse group of people i think they have to take the broad picture and not just focus on the blues player or the um the jazz player or just on the white people or you know it's it's it's, it's got to be much broader than that and i think this is the beauty about the channel that it is already political without having to you know have any kind of political claim in the title of the videos. No, I just, agree. Just by being, and, just by existing. Yeah, I correct. agree, and 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 I'm and I'm I'm happy to be a part of that. Like, because realistically, I don't I don't say this to be like anti cool or anything like that. But you know, I don't think, I and I can speak for the channel. We're not doing this for like to get like a million subs or anything like that. We we just do it because we love to do it. But you know, mm-hmm. in that in that in that space, you know, there are certain things that we have to acknowledge that we can't just brush under. And you know, at the end of the day, if we get however many subscribers, however many people like it, great. But we just love doing it, and that's first and foremost. And yeah. for me, to add to that, uh, uh, something that's been rewarding for me, and I was, and it's. And I'll send it always in our group chat, like whenever somebody, you know, whether it's a transgender person or a black person or whatever, like a Mexican or whatever, you know, they they watch our videos and they say something positive directly to me and like they'll mm-hmm. message me and like and I'm just like one, I'm kind of dumbfounded. I'm just like, it's like one, I'm like, my playing is not all that. I was like, I'm a songwriter more so than the guitars. But secondly, that that really it really leaves an impact on me because it makes me feel like we're doing something right. And Mm -hmm. and we're not necessarily chasing this for fame or anything like that. Like, um, you know, I'm, I'm not expecting to be, you know, one of, you know, Marquise Brownlee, like, but, 
it it really does say it really does says a lot like you know if i pull up in a tesla then that you know i'm not going to complain but um <laughs> but um but it really does says a lot that the community so i have to interrupt you my cat has been here the whole time and i didn't know <laughs> i love cats like i, I oh my god I, I would i would bring the animals in but like we have too many animals okay? here um, i just touched him with my foot and it started moving <laughs> hey cat was enjoying the conversation oh no no you're fine i love animals so i will uh, oh but... no cat yeah he's awesome yeah. Um, <laughs> I had a couple of questions lined up, but uh, so many questions, but <sighs> let's keep going if we can. I... Yeah, I'm happy to keep going, but the, William kind of confused. I've been away for a few days, so I've really missed him. And it's really nice that he's been sat under here, obviously missing me. That's that touched me a little bit. Uh... Um, <laughs> don't scratch the door, you beast. <laughs> uh, yeah, the real, the real cat dad comes out now. Don't do that. Yeah. Um, it, it kind of, first of all, I'm very pleased that you have your channel and pleased with what you're doing. It, it it both inspires me and saddens me to hear the things you're saying. Because I, I'm trying to bring my kids up. I have two kids. One is four. One is going to be six very soon. And they're just so innocent. And people aren't born hating other people. I know that's a very common thing to say. But people aren't born hating anything they're just born and then they they grow or they're they're molded in this way and the more people like yourself doing this the more it's going to become the norm and it, it i don't think anything should get in the way of someone wanting to do something with their art or with their dreams and it saddens me to hear that you guys have to think about that as a factor of what you're doing and i oh, just yeah. hope that hey. people are watching you and and even if it changes one person, which it obviously has already, um, then more channels will spring up. And uh, yeah, I do remember what I was going to ask you, Jason. Is there anybody else doing things that you would like to promote uh, that are in a similar vein to yourself? Um, there's a couple of people that I'm... Uh, oh, man, the, I, I can't leave out any friends. Because okay. um, they will definitely... I will definitely get my phone blown up. Like, Jason, you didn't reference us. Didn't you didn't name drop us? So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this in segments. As far as bands, um, a band you should check out. Uh, one of my favorite bands, um, and I, and, I, and I don't say that like lightly. They they they're literally one of my favorite bands. Uh, is this new band called a band called Love? Um, it's two of my good friends, and their music is amazing. Um, other bands, I would say. My friend Matt, uh, it's funny, he's, in the, he's a vocalist in my band as well. Um, he, um, but he's also the vocalist of another band called Dim. And they're, they're pretty awesome. Like, they, they're, definitely, they're definitely, I feel like, like I'm, just, I'm just perplexed that he still wants to work with us because they're so good. <laughs> like, uh, but but um, other than that, there are my friends called Limbs. Um, they're an amazing band and a funny story. Two of the members have actually, I've been in different bands with and, you know, and it's funny watching how they saw a lot of racial interactions with me and how they've become like, like, like the, how they've become very, 
very like understanding in a way that 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 I don't know if they knew about. Like uh, my friends Austin and Jordan in that band in particular. Like um, I I would tell anybody to support that band mainly because I'm like they're they are a they're definitely for people of color and different genders and everything else. So I would, you know, especially if you like Under Oath, that would be a band I would say to check out. Um, let's see who else before I forget. Um, um, let's see. As far as uh, ch um, channels, uh, other things, Punk Black. Um, again, we have an interview on the channel coming up with them. I would... Mm -hmm. I would definitely advise checking that out. Uh, Vaughn is amazing. Um, and he's one, and we did get him to play guitar and I was just like, Oh man, this dude is, is he, not only is he the founder, but he rips. Um, okay. um, other than that, um, man, I feel like I should have wrote a list. <laughs> um, is that punk black TV? Sorry. Just asking. Yeah, I think it is punk, uh, punk black TV. Okay, I'll um, that up for, for afterwards. Um, and, you know, they do this thing, they do shows that highlight uh, bands of, you know, varying ethnicities and different genders. Like, they put a strong focus on that. And um, uh, it's something that when I moved to Atlanta, I was, it was something that made me happy as a person. Like, um, I, I didn't realize, like, that sense of community was there and that, and they partially inspired wanting, you know, me wanting to do something like this. Um, if other than that, I would say, um, follow us on our socials, um, you know, working class music or WCM show on Instagram. Um, you can follow me at Jason T Mays on Instagram. Um, I like memes. Um, and, <laughs> Who doesn't? Um, yeah. Um, other than that, um, oh, I guess the band that I'm in. Um, uh, I'm in a band called Young Mountain. Uh, we're releasing our EP later this year, thankfully. <laughs> um, and I would say something that I'm adamant about, and I can't think of any organizations off the top of my head, um, but I'm very adamant about mental health and mental health awareness. Oh, I, uh, I can't forget. I, I can't forget my friends, the villa, because I'm going on tour with them in September, which I'm kind of scared the about villa? the whole COVID. Yeah, the villa, the villa worship. That's who they are. Um, my band did a split with them uh, last year to raise money for Black Lives Matter. And that that was something that I was very, very pleased to do. Uh, again, uh, the villa is fronted by former issues front man. And woe is me, frontman, if you're into the whole Warp Tour post-hardcore scene, uh, Michael Bond. And I love that dude. We did an interview with him as well. So, um, and yeah, but I, I, all I can say is like, rather than thinking of other things to promote, if there's something in your area where that brings attention, like whoever's listening to this, like if there's something in your area that brings attention to marginalized groups of people or mental health, or racism, or anything that's, like, um, bringing attention to gay, transgender, lesbian, like, anything like that, just support it. 
because um, we're, we're really big about support for marginalized groups of people. Um, mm -hmm. And I know locally that differs for everybody, but if it's an organization you believe in that supports people and human rights, then check that out. Thanks, Matt. If you have forgotten anyone, by the way, then just put it in the comments section of the video and we'll pin it to the top. Um, and maybe include a few links in the in the podcast description as well. But um, I guess it, a lot of what you've just said has really rung true with myself. And I think I can speak for Dan as well when mm -hmm. what we try to do with this podcast is just be positive about whatever it is we're talking about. Uh, and I know that I do that with a YouTube channel. It's like even if something's not so positive, what where's where's the joy in something? And um, I'm not in any of those groups that you've mentioned. But what I do do is is mental health. And I just said do do. Um, do do. I, I, <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. I was laughing internally. But <laughs> good, good. That means we're on the same page. Um, it's just about for me, without being too sappy, is about just finding things you love and sharing that with people you love and respecting each other, um, both as musicians, as artists, but just also as a fellow human being. It just, to me, it makes absolutely no sense why it wouldn't be that way. So exactly. It, exactly. Because it, it doesn't make people's, it, it, it makes your life, if you're hating something, you're putting energy into that that hate and it's making you feel bad so why would you do it it doesn't make any sense no it it doesn't and i i completely agree with you and to add on to that uh you know a lot of people that i would meet they would question like if they if they follow me online they'll question like is that really you are you really that positive and i was like no there are days i'm grumpy but i generally <laughs> try to be that positive like i i, I generally encourage like a, a good mental well-being because like you said why put that energy into something negative you could you know like it, it doesn't make sense to me like we're we're people and we've all had our own experiences and it means a lot to me to know that you know granted like we work you know we're across the world from each other but we can relate on so many things and we can have this conversation and it can be encouraging like I, I, I used to be a person that was like very depressive and whatnot, and I just don't want to do that. Like that's that's not fun to me. Like that's I I want to be happy. I I want to enjoy things. Like I love like you know I I just want to meet people and enjoy people and like this the person that they see online and in the videos is generally who I am. And you know I, I it's important to encourage mental health. And especially in our music community, because that's 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 a whole different conversation. But that's something that is not encouraged. And for me, like seeing and seeing a lot of bands that are affected by it, um, that's that's something again that, like I said, I'm just very adamant about. And I would encourage that, like you know, uh, to to be to be blunt, just you know, just do what you love, be happy. And I know that's like hippie sounding of me, but it, 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 it is true. Like, it's just like, do what you love and don't focus on the negative stuff. Like, I love this channel and, and I can 110% tell you that everybody involved in this channel would not be doing it if they didn't love it. It looks like a lot of work. Yeah, definitely. Sorry, Dan, so, continue. 
No, I was just about to say, I think that like Andy can, can fully relate to that and, and me too. And um, I think the wise words I'm, I'm, I'm taking from what you just said is just you don't have to get up every every single day with a smile because there are bad days, but it's it's really about how you approach other people. If you approach them in a positive manner, if you approach them with respect. And um, I think that's a very good starting point to kind of heal yourself and also heal others. Um, because I'm like... Especially with your channel, I can I can I can t totally see that there's that generalized criticism about like the cancel culture and being and people being kind of too flat and genderless and not like having enough profile. I don't think that is true. I think the the complete opposite is 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 true. Like people are having more profile and and people might not think in genders, but they are everything. Like they are they can, they can be whatever they want. And if you respect the the human being and the entity that is right in front of you. I think that's that's the perfect starting point for everyone. And I think this message like is 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 conveyed through your channel more than than through many others. And, and that's what I said. It's, it's a good starting point and a political statement to have that uh, available at hand on YouTube and on Instagram and and, and all those uh, social media sources. And uh, I think that's a very valuable and, and very important contribution to to the overall like healing. That you, yeah. as a I, I agree i i wholeheartedly agree and i think that's you know the wonderful thing about this community or that i'm starting to see is that we're all viewing each other as people first and like you know because in this country i can't i for the life of me i don't understand why it's hard to respect a person respect their proper pronouns just, just respect an individual like you don't yeah. you know and and that's what it boils down to it's just respect like um an example i'd like to use um is i'm not the most religious person ever like you know i you know i'm i'm which is funny because my pedal board says otherwise my pedal board says i'm a worship player but i'm not um, <laughs> and, but but um but at the same time, I'm not going to knock anybody for their religious beliefs. Like, I think everybody mm -hmm. is entitled to believe what they want as long as it doesn't infringe on the rights of others and mm -hmm. on other people, you know, on the well-being of others. And, you know, for me, I, I can have that dialogue with people. And, you know, some of my best friends are super religious. And, you know, but the core of our friendship is the respect that we have for each other and the respect to know that I'm not going to insult their beliefs and they're not going to insult mine and they're going to mm -hmm. judge me based on the person they know. Sure. I, I, um, this is kind of a tangent, but not trying to bring it back to guitars. I can't get this thought out of my head. I mean, not that we have to talk guitars, of course, but this thought is in my know. head, and I don't know where it's going to go. So forgive me, you know, for getting there in a, in a roundabout way. But we talked about Fender earlier, and you have a very nice hat on right now, Jason. And yeah, thank you. This has been thank a very Fender-centric um, episode. <laughs> yeah. but talking about the the her strats and everything, we do see Fender doing what I would say the right thing and being very open mm -hmm. and very not necessarily left, but certainly inclusive. Yeah, yeah. And here, I, here I it comes. Here's the part that I'm not sure where I'm going with. When you compare that to Gibson, who are being very that's ours, that's mine, we're the best. Um, I don't see those guys 
and I'm going to say guys because it is guys. I don't see them being inclusive at all and see those as saying these are our toys, you can't play with them. And I don't mean that as our racial group or our financial group. I just mean that it saddens me what Gibson do recently. And it's not just Fender and Gibson. We know there are other guitar brands, Dan, such yeah. as Ibanez. But um, <laughs> there are several large groups. And I think that from what we're talking about, I have more and more love for Fender, for being inclusive, and more and more lack of understanding for what Gibson is doing right now. Yeah. I'd love to know your thoughts um, on that, Jason. Um. It's funny because uh, I know Tia has an SG and she she does like Gibson, but she does agree with that sentiment. Um, I, I I don't know, like Gibson, I think because they transitioned to more of a lifestyle company, I think their mindset was, hey, we can be the Apple computers of the music world just without all the moral morality of it. Because it's like <laughs> Apple's a very left-leaning company and it's just like, I think I think I think Gibson more so has a classist identity. Um, a lot of their guitars aren't for the working class musician. Um, you know, it's very and personally, I think it's you know, play this. As much as I would love to see Samuel Jackson like do the commercial for Gibson, it still doesn't change the fact that you know it's a ten thousand dollar guitar and no one's going to be able to afford it. And it's just like, for me, like, I, like, I think Gibson, for me, like, I think, especially when they came out, like, oh, suing every other company that has a Les Paul type design, I think to me, that kind of just, I, I don't want to, I don't want to crap on that brand, but I think as a person, especially as a person of color, um, it's just like, wow, like, that's that's not cool. Like that's, that's not cool. Like, you know, maybe if your guitars weren't so out of touch, most people wouldn't have to like buy a different Les Paul style guitar. And I think personally, um, I think Gibson more so, more so than racially, but I think Gibson in general is out of touch with this generation and they're towing the line of like, Oh, we're going to go for the older generation, the boomer generation. We're going to go for them. And then, you know, maybe the hobbyists that have money to enjoy this that are within our generation. But I think that's who their aim is. And working at a music store, especially in a more affluent community, um, it sucks because that's generally the demographic that buys a lot of their guitars. And I'm just like, eh, like, like, put like this. Due to my interaction not even with Gibson as a company, but with a lot of the, a lot of their clientele and a lot of their people and a lot of the, a lot of where they kind of entail as far as um, their branding goes. Um, I personally would like unless somebody unless somebody gave me a Gibson, and and I'm kind of biased because I used to have a '64 ES335, so it was like unless. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. Uh, so I was like, I'm kind of biased, but uh, I personally don't see myself wanting to be associated with a company like that because you know they're they're 
to me, when they do stuff, certain things, it comes off as performative. Like, you know, especially given their audience and given the backlash that some of their audience would give them on, on, on things like Facebook and just seeing the comment threads. Like, don't get me wrong, Fender has that too, but Fender's pushed back against that. Like, I think, mm-hmm. um, and Fender's, you know, put their feet in the sand and be like, look, we're including everybody. You don't have to like it. Our guitars are for everybody. And, you know, we have a jazz master, a vintage spec jazz master at every price point. You know, this is not just for the blues lawyer, hobby enthusiast. And it's just like we want more people to be seen with our guitars because as a company, I think they genuinely care. And and I think that's what separates the two where Gibson, it just seems like more performative where and again, it's just my opinion as a, you know, just my opinion. They just seem more performative in their political leaning when it's necessary or when it's when it's convenient for the social conversation at hand. And I think, you know, I do think Gibson makes great guitars. And I think the new Epiphone line, like uh, especially because I thought it was like, oh, they just changed the headstock. But that wasn't the case. Like like they're they're great guitars. I just I just like for me, I just. I can't tell you who's the Tom Morello of Gibson or the Herstrat of Gibson. And sure. for me, that's kind of, that's kind of like, or even the Kingfish of Gibson. Like I, 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 you know, I know there's Gary Clark Jr., but that's really, but he plays Fenders as well. So, you know, it's, you know, it's kind of all over the place and it's, but it, even then he still falls in the, in the blues category, not blues lawyer, but blues. Um, but um, yeah, I think that's, that's Gibson's biggest hurdle is for me personally, watching them is, is inclusivity and making it seem authentic because there are plenty of people who love their guitars and plenty of people who swear by them. And, you know, I, and I have gone on record many a time saying that 64 was the best guitar I've ever owned and I should have never sold it, but different story. Um, but um, I, you know, I, I think, I would hope that Gibson can see what's going on and add something of value to the social conversation that would that would seem very authentic, uh, which for a while their whole thing is play authentic. Um, <laughs> uh, so, so, so I would hope that they see something like that. And honestly, they should take a page from Fender because, like, for me, I. I I never question Fender now, like uh, in terms of like, like they're marketing everything. I don't like as a person of color, I don't question it because it is very representative. And it, and it, and for Fender, it wasn't something that's been like overnight. Like this is like, I remember, I want to say about four or five years ago, whenever their marketing changed and um, I, f- I forgot her name, but she would always demo the uh, Squire line, like the vintage modified. And she would always demo that. And I remember they turned off the comments because of some of the like flack she was getting. But was it, I just, uh, that, did she have short hair? Yes. Yeah, I yeah, remember short her. Black, yeah, yeah, short black hair. And, yeah. And like for me, it was that moment then, like years ago, I was like, oh, this company's forward thinking. Like, you know, they, they know what they're doing. Whereas Gibson is just like, now I feel like if they tried to do that now, it would just seem a little performative and it's just not really authentic and more so, more so like, Hey, 
you know, it's kind of like Pride Month, like where every company yeah, yeah. is like, hey, here's our mm-hmm. here's our flag. And then, you know, come July 1st, it's like, all right, let's change that. Let's scoot that under the rug. All right, back to business. But um, mm-hmm. so I, I don't know. As a person of color, it's I, I will say it has uh, affected how I see Gibson as a company. And and to be quite frank, like I I don't see them like I don't see them putting out interesting guitars like on a level like like trying to take that mindset for me out of the equation and just look at it from that like for me they don't put out interesting guitars and when they do it's like out of reach for the normal person and it's just like okay cool that's a cool guitar but I don't have six thousand dollars well I guess I'll send my I'll sell my kidney to get one but hey you know it'll be worth it but it's just like i'm gonna have to put on screen uh fergie and francis comment where he says fenders tries to seem to try and stay current and improve gibson seem to just put a new color of lipstick on the same old pig every year exactly exactly like and so, this some is of just those pigs rant. are pretty nice but yeah i, I hear what he's they saying. are no they are and and i'll agree with that some of those pigs are pretty nice and i know xander's probably freaking out right now because he's a big gibson fan <laughs> But he he knows where I'm coming from. Like Xander's our sound guy, and um, but I I think for me it's just like I look at the Adam Jones uh, signature model from Gibson, and I'm like, there's no reason that should cost ten thousand dollars, like or like, and it's just like, you know, you know that there's a bunch of Tool fans. I'm not one of them, um, but there are a bunch of Tool fans, and it's just like, why don't you just release something like that as an Epiphone version? where those fans can afford it. And it's, it's like, you know, Jay mask is, cause I don't know if anybody remembers since we were talking about his telly. Um, I don't know if anybody remembers when the Jay mask is jazz, the signature squire jazz master came out. Fender didn't have a jazz master that was close to vintage spec outside of the um, classic player. And even then it was just something that Jay mask did did to put into the hands of players and i would dare say like within the last 10 years it's probably the most popular squire model ever and and but it was something that everybody can afford and it's just like you know it that's cool and it's just like for me like i would like to see more of that from gibson like release some like you know, be well, not only well, that, to, be, to be fair, inclusive. Gary Clark Jr. did that with the Epiphone and he played the Epiphone and he said he himself did. that he wanted to release a signature version of something he actually played, not just the Epiphone version, you know? Yeah, no, um, he did. And I, I was I was going to mention that because he, he he did do that. And I was like, I got I was going to be like, yeah, I got to give him props. But I think I think the thing is, like with Gary is he still occupies that blues world where Jay, Jay Mascus is relevant to the indie world. So mm. he could, mm. it was more so like, okay, you know, not only am I seeing, you know, the Jay Mascus jazz master with Tame and Paula, like I'm seeing it from everyone. Whereas the Gary Clark is just like, if you're not a fan of Gary Clark, you probably won't check it out unless you like the finish. And it's just like, I feel like Gibson needs something like that, where someone like, you know, someone, I don't even want to say of Jay Mascus, like, Totally, I, I know it probably would never happen, but if they released a Yancey from Cigaros signature Epiphone, like kind of like, it probably won't happen. But if they did that, like I would be all over it personally. But I think you know, getting getting an artist that is currently relevant, um, 
or maybe even an Ed O'Brien signature or the national signature, like some somebody like that that's inclusive and making a signature model that's within the price point of everybody and more importantly, making sure that signature model is good. I think that that could turn the tide and that can gain more good faith from people. Totally agree, dude. We're best I mean, friends now, see? Yeah. I mean, it, it, <laughs> we're going to have to wrap this up because it's quite late here and I want to do sleep. another one with you. Yeah, well, occasionally. My cat's, you know, Only. quite happy and I'm yeah. jealous. But, um, yeah, I... This has gone from a conversation that I didn't know what was going to happen to one that I honestly felt a little bit uncomfortable with because it's, as Dan said, a minefield uh, for saying the wrong thing. And I feel that I've, I'm quite naive in this sense and that I don't understand what it's like for you guys and, and other people that are not uh, in my situation. And I just try and make fun music and fun guitar stuff. But there is a message to be heard and there is things to be said. And I'm very happy to have you here, Jason, and, and use our platform to help you forward your platform. And, you know, it's an honor to, to have you here, mate. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. No, thank you guys for having us. And hopefully next go around, we can get Tia to take a day off. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing to have the two of you. Yeah. That's double the chemistry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll yeah, do she... that at some point for sure. Um, we've said, actually, I think, Dan, that we're going to start bringing guests back in season three of the podcast because mm -hmm. we say that all the time and we have we make such good friends with people and then we very rarely interact with them in the future because we're so busy you know but i think yeah, season yeah. three we would love to bring people back and of course you guys are on that list and we have to have tia as dan said yeah i agree i definitely um, agree i'm just going to put this on the screen from ryan at 60 cycle hum that he's publishing a gibson video after this um <laughs> Well, there's another reason not to watch Ryan's channel. See, oh, man. Honestly, he I, I, and Ryan might not believe this, but he is one person I'm excited to meet at NAMM this summer. Like, I, like he's like he's one of the people I was like, man, he's a cool guy. Like, I was like, I watch his videos. And I'm like, man, he's fun. I was like, he's he's nothing know. like that in real life. He's a complete oh, pain man. in my ass. He's... <laughs> he's a thief and a braggart <laughs> and sadly a good friend as well <laughs> so ignore what we said about gibson go and watch ryan's video after this <laughs> yeah watch his video Just um, yeah okay um jason thank you so much dan would you do the honor of asking people to give us five stars on itunes please of course, as usual. Make sure to check out um, Jason's channel, Working Class Music, as well as Instagram. And uh, yeah, if you like this episode, if you like to see us get new guests on the show every week, make sure to give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Give Andy a thumbs up on his channel. Subscribe, hit the bell, and do all the fancy stuff that uh, all the YouTubers tell you to do. Um, apart from that, it was a pleasure to meet you, Jason. Um, Likewise. Again, very Likewise. enlightening and uh, always good to to kind of connect to to people within like that industry and within the YouTube world, and uh, yeah, looking forward to my, many more projects and uh, yeah, what what's up for in the next couple months on your channel and uh, hope the best for your growth and uh, yeah, for good vibes and cool videos. So yeah, everyone check out their channel. Thanks, Andy. Thank you. It was a pleasure as usual. Get some sleep and some rest after the. Uh, of the Italy trip and uh, hope to see all of you next week.
Bye bye, everyone. Thanks to the people in the chat for sticking with us. Um, and thanks to everybody else. I will see you all very soon. Bye, guys. <laughs>